Hey, welcome to Stay at Home Dads Podcast. It's where we talk about a lot of guy stuff, a lot of dad stuff. Your host, Justin, here. So thank you for tuning in. Is tuning in a podcast term or is that more of a radio? Is there a new updated term for tuning in? Since tuning is like the dials on the radio. I don't know. Anyway, sorry. I just kind of had an epiphany the other day. I deal with my kids on a daily basis. And I don't know if you can relate to this or not. I imagine you can. Where you call something simple. Like, for instance, my older daughter, my seven-year-old, was coloring in a coloring book. And I walked by and I was like, oh, you have a little color book. Or I called it a color magazine. Or I called it something. And she turned to me and corrected me said, Dad, no, this is actually a coloring book. And I was like, okay, whatever. You know what I meant when I talked to you about it. Anyways, this happens all the time with minor things. You know, if I call a craisin or raisin or whatever, and my daughter corrects me about the silly stuff. But after a while, it kind of gets on your nerves, right? I don't know if you can relate or not, but it gets on your nerves. And then you end up saying to your daughter, stop correcting me. You don't need to correct everything I say. You You understand what I'm my point I'm getting across, right? Well, I had like this little epiphany, light bulb moment, and I just told my wife the other day, the reason that they correct us is because we constantly correct them with every little detail in their life, right? They're these little learning people, and they get stuff wrong a lot because they don't know, and we correct them, you know? We're like, oh, actually, that's called this, or that's how you do that, or This is what this is called. It's not called that. You know, we're correcting them with counting and letters and shoe tying and everything. Actually, just went through this the other week with shoe tying, trying to properly show her how to tie a shoe. So I'm correcting her, even doing something simple like that. So no wonder they correct us because we correct them. You know, they learn learn from examples. So they learn all this shit from us, right? So just figuring this out as an adult. Maybe you know about it already, or you're like, Justin, that's ridiculous. That's normal, you know, but I don't know. I was pretty impressed that I figured that out on my own. So I tend to tell my daughter that, hey, Olivia, you don't need to correct people all the time. Sometimes people can take that as as rude if you're constantly correcting them. You know, maybe they call something something else in their house, or that's how they know it by, so we don't want to judge. I'm kind of trying to get that across to her. Not sure that's the correct advice to do or not. Just an interesting observation that I tend to express to you. Alright, so last week we went through a list, right? I don't know if you listened to that show or not. We went through a list of 10 things wives wish their husbands knew, right? And at the end of the article, there was actually a link to another article on the same website that was 10 things husbands wish their wives knew. So kind of a a little 180 flip here. So I thought there would be some interesting insight from other married men and kind of see what their take is. See if we agree with the top 10 on some of their comments. I'm assuming it's going to be written out the same way. And we'll try to have some fun with this. So let's get into this list. So this article is written by a woman named Becca. So it's written by a woman. It's got men's responses in it. I guess they reached out on Facebook and stuff like that to get men's thoughts on what do men really want their wives to know. And it's on a website called The Dating Divas, so I'm kind of pretty much sure it's a women only or it's geared much towards women, so we'll see a whole guy's take on this whole thing. Number one, know that he loves you. 
What do men really want their wives to know? Stop questioning his love for you, right? All right, let's get into, let's get past the damn ads. All right, comment number one. How much I love her, how much I crave a look, a touch, even a hand on my shoulder. Yes, guys kind of like that. They like physical touch. I imagine a lot of guys do. So yeah, that's a, that's a good point there. Reader two, I love my wife dearly. I can't imagine what life would be like without her, nor do I want to. I just wish she could tap into my brain and understand how I feel about her. Okay, so maybe he doesn't convey himself that he loves her. And I think that's a probably a decent problem that a lot of guys have with their spouses. Maybe even the other way with women to their husbands as well that sometimes we're not very vocal and we're not very outgoing with our emotions and physically saying, verbally saying rather that that you love your spouse or that, you know, all the, all the things that should be said, I guess, you know, and I think a lot of guys tend to assume that their spouse may know that. Maybe a lot of women assume as well. So there's a lot of assuming going on. That was a lot of assumes. But, you know, it's nice to hear. It's nice to hear that from your spouse, from a, a man to a woman, from a woman to a man, you know, that you're appreciated, that you're loved, that our worlds are amazing, I guess. I wish she knew how much I really loved her. There it goes back to my other point. Guys aren't really great at conveying their emotions. All right, another reader. How much I really love and care about her at times, I don't give her my complete attention, distracted by the TV or my phone. Guys usually don't multitask well, so I think sometimes she might feel ignored, which is not cool. I want her to know that I'm sorry if I ever hurt her feelings or ever made her feel ignored. I love my wife so much, she deserves the very best. That kind of goes back to last week, if you listen to that show, where I talked about, you know, putting, giving your wife, your spouse, your full attention. Put your phone away. If you ask them to repeat a question, at least on the second go around, really make sure you're paying attention because that's just going to piss your spouse off if they have to continue repeating a question over and over again because you're half in tune to the football game or you're half in tune to playing solitaire on your phone or what it may be. So that's a, that's a really good point. And guys don't multitask. Nobody multitasks well. I'm pretty sure there was a study, I should really try to find it, where it said the brain actually cannot multitask and do multiple things at one time. I think a lot of people think it can, but it cannot. All right, let's move on. Number two, you're beautiful and amazing. That's what your husband wants you wives to know. I wish she knew how beautiful and wonderful she really is, even though she doesn't believe me. Another reader, I wish she understood how I see her. She is a wonderful, beautiful person, but often has a hard time seeing that. I think this is something else that I talked about last week, too. I, I personally enjoy, you know, telling my wife and expressing to her how awesome she is and, and how amazing she is and beautiful she is, but uh, maybe I don't do it enough. Maybe I don't express that often enough and let her know. I think a lot of guys are like that. Like I just said, you know, we uh, don't express ourselves and then that kind of leads our spouse to assume that their husband doesn't think that, that their husbands don't think or their spouses don't think that they're amazing and beautiful and appreciated and all that stuff, which can turn into a weird dynamic, which wasn't really intended at all. Uh, guys just suck at expressing their feelings, right? Another reader, I can achieve much, much more than I can ever imagine with her help, support, and love. Every time I feel alone, insecure, incomplete, or insignificant, 
She reminds me through her being there physically, spiritually, that I'm none of those things. Yes, your spouse is your number one cheerleader. They're going to root for you any which way they can possible. You know, they want you to succeed. And if you kind of get into that rabbit hole or that thought process where you think your spouse is against you or you're, you think that your spouse doesn't want you to succeed, I think you have to really get yourself out of that mindset because there's no way that any anyone married, you know, any spouse is ever going to want to think that about their significant other. So, you know, they're, they're your biggest cheerleader. They're going to try to help you. They're going to try to do everything they can to help you accomplish whatever you're trying to accomplish, right? All right, number three, he is trying. Acknowledge his efforts, no matter how small. Ooh, okay. Let's see, comment one. I'm a long ways away from being the perfect husband and father, but I am trying, so keep being patient. Another comment. She should know that I really want to please her in all ways. I try hard, and I don't mess up on purpose. Wives should know that their husbands would move earth for them, but sometimes we, don't, we do not know how to convey it. All right, some of those kind of... Kind of make uh, guys kind of sound like bumbling little babies, right? That's kind of what I'm getting from that. I'm trying. I don't mess up on purpose. Like, either the thought that they think that they they think their wives don't think very highly of them, or maybe they don't really try and they do mess up a lot. I don't know. This seems kind of whiny to me. Another comment. I wish my wife knew more patience. I'm trying. Another comment, when women imagine the perfect husband and father and they hope we will become, it is often an unrealistic expectation that is influenced by media, romantic comedies, etc. We try to be romantic, but we just aren't flowing with it all the time. Me personally, I don't think a whole lot of guys are romantic at all. I, I don't think there's very many of those types of men out there. And I don't, I don't, I personally don't think my wife is judging me against people or these model fake you know, actors on TV, like that's not real, that's fantasy, and I don't think that she is comparing me to that, so that seems kind of ridiculous if this guy actually thinks that. Another comment, men like to hear about your feelings, but can you not misconstrue what we say or complain when we have something to say? We're trying to communicate, but we need you to listen too. Sounds kind of little, I don't know, it sounds very tense in that house. All right, number four, hints don't work. What husbands want their wives to know, be clear and say what you really mean. Now, I'm dumb to hints, I'll be honest. I am i don't pick up on hints. I don't pick up on anything. I've even told my wife stories about talking to other girls or women or whatever back before we were married or dating, and then she'll even tell me. She's like, hey, they were dropping hints that, you know, they were interested in you or hitting on you or whatever, and I don't even notice. I'm like, oh, really? Huh? I don't know. Now, sometimes hints do work for me when she's upset, though. I can kind of pick up and sense that something is wrong or that, you know, she's at maybe your spouse is acting a little differently or whatever. And then I go and talk to her about it. And then we kind of squash it and say, hey, what's going on? And she tells me. And then, you know, we, we work through it. Key here is probably communication, right? But bottom line, I suck at hints, right? All right, couple readers on that one. No, I can't read your mind. Just tell me what you want. Husbands are simple creatures. We can't read minds. Another comment. I wish my wife knew that something doesn't have to be a surprise to be romantic. It's romantic because I made a choice to love you the way that you want to be loved. Hmm. I wish wives knew how to communicate directly. If you're unhappy with something, 
I'm doing, tell me. Don't tell your sister, mom, or friend. I can say that my wife doesn't do that. That's um, not really cool to be spilling your beans on your personal with your buddies and pals or with your, your wife's telling her friends and her mom and stuff. That'll make people think of you in a different light. I've seen this personally, and it's not a good habit to get into. It's the best person to talk to about a problem would be your spouse, right? And then that's how you work through stuff. Another comment, tell your husband how you want him to react when you are venting. Don't make him guess or figure it out. Geez, some of these guys just want everything just laid out and like Legos on the floor. Tell me what to do. Duh, I don't know what to do. Tell us you only want us to listen. We men are always in fix mode. No, 99% of people when they're venting to you, men or women or whatever, they're not looking for solutions. They're just looking for an ear to maybe in some ways agree with them and justify why they're upset and just to hear them out for them to get it off their chest. And you don't have to be fixing. And you are an adult. You should know that you don't need to try to jump in and go talk to your wife's boss or go run down here and beat somebody up that took her parking space. I don't know. But, I mean, that's, that's kind of general. I thought that was general knowledge for talking. People don't necessarily want procedures and a spreadsheet of how they need to fix their situation. They just want you to listen. And that's nine times out of ten. I think that's any conversation when someone's venting, right? All right, number five. He wants to be the top priority. You married me before the kids. I want to be the most important thing to her. There is a lot on her plate, but often I feel like I'm a long way down the list. Our children require a lot of her attention. I would love her to set some time apart just for me. I think I talked about this last week as well. Um, there has to be a dynamic, number one and number two, There, that has to be there, the parents. Yes, kids are important, but like I said before, I'm not going to categorize a family as to most important to least important. Kids do require a lot of attention, and I think spouses should understand that, right? But like I've said before, too, the di if the dynamic with the parents is not in a good place, then it doesn't matter about anything else because all that stuff's going to fall apart, right? Or it's going to bleed out of the marriage and, and affect the kids in some way. And plus, you know, your wife should be number one to you and the husband should probably be number one to the wife because had that not happened, then you wouldn't have any kids at all, right? So thank your spouse for giving you some kick-ass kids, right? Another comment, I'm your husband, but I also want to be your best friend. I do not agree with that at all. You're my spouse. I'm not going to treat my best friend the same way I treat my spouse, right? I think being a spouse and being a husband and a wife is a different dynamic than your best friend. And you're going to say things and treat your best friend differently than how you treat your husband or your wife. So I think there needs to be a line there. Like you don't, you know, and you need an outlet too. Husbands and wives need outlets. They're, you know, you love hanging out with your spouse, but you do need to go hang out with your best friend. I don't think that those two should be the one person. Just my opinion, I guess. I don't need anything fancy. I just want your company. Everyone else gets your time. Can I? Sound a little needy. Just uh, my thoughts. All right, number six. He wants to be appreciated. These are almost exactly like what women want men to know or what wives want husbands to know. It's kind of funny. It's kind of a little correlation here. Show him that you are grateful for him and all that he does. Plus, is this written in the 50s? Like, I don't know. 
I go to work every day, not for me, but for my wife, so she can be provided for and doesn't have to go to work herself. It would mean a lot to me if she showed appreciation for that. I feel it is something taken for granted rather than appreciated. I also wish she could understand that her appreciation, love, and intimacy is a big key to my happiness. Yeah, is this written in the 50s? Husband's going off marching to work, and the wives stay home with the kids, and their apron on, and waving goodbye at the front door. Like, that's what a lot of this seems like. Or maybe the men are stuck in the Stone Age and haven't come up to 2021. For God's sakes, I stay at home with the kids, and my wife goes out to work. So this is quite a role reversal here. And like I've talked about many times before, appreciation is maybe not conveyed, you know, just like myself. I could say it to my wife more. She's the one that goes off to work a lot. And, you know, maybe I should be telling her that I appreciate all the things she does. And I think we have had those conversations in the past or little moments in time where we say, oh, how much we appreciate one another or how much we, you know, love what you do for the kids or I love what you do for whatever. I think we've had those. I want my wife to be proud of me. I think that goes both ways too. I think um, being proud of your spouse is important and that can kind of, you know, like I said before, that your spouse is your cheerleader for whatever you're doing. And, and if your spouse doesn't show pride or being proud of you, then that could affect you in probably a negative way. So that's a, that's a good point. Another reader, not to keep score and to rub it in. Yes, moms do great service, one of the greatest and hardest services in society, but husbands put a lot of energy in their jobs to make it possible for wives to stay home and do their jobs. But my wife sometimes forgets that. Oh, he sounds a little salty about it. And it's from 1955. I don't know. We don't keep score. The keeping score is kind of, you know, mental tallies. Not a good thing to get into. Oh, there's, a, there's another one talking about fathers and husbands are providers, and it's 2021, man. It's, it's much different now. Number seven, positivity is attractive. Be happy. Be yourself. I've fallen into that trap before. I haven't been positive, but that's kind of a, you know, and plus it's granted, you can't be positive 100% of the time. That's just not human nature, right? All right, reader one here. If you want your husband to like you and like being around you, be pleasant and positive. Don't nag and complain. Another comment, be positive, be grateful. Our life is already wonderful. You are already beautiful. Act like it. Ooh, dang, burn, dude. Our kids are already angels. Enjoy them. Our lives are blessed. Stress less, be grateful. Jeez. See, that's that's those petty comments about last week when, it, when women were saying or the wives were saying that words can hurt or they remember the things you say during an argument. I would never say that. You're already beautiful. Act like it. Like that's just kind of, you could just say you're already beautiful. You don't need to say act like it. Enjoy our life. Why are you, you know, it's a lot of assumptions going on there too. Ooh. All right. Another comment. Kindness is key in actions, words, and looks. We want to hear good things. I've heard there should be three positive statements for every one negative. Huh, I've never heard that before. That's kind of interesting take. I like it though. So if there's some, something negative comes out of my mouth, maybe I should uh, try to do a mental check and, and say three positive things about anything during the day or whatever. I kind of try to ask my daughter that every day. I've been slipping here lately, but when she gets off the bus or whatever, I say, hey, what was the best part of the day? And what was the worst part of the day? And kind of ask her, well, why was that the worst part? And what can we do to change it? And, and what's another great part of the day? And it kind of 
gets a good conversation with your kid and lets me know what happened in their day and it lets me know where their brain's at and what they're thinking and what they think is bad happened and good happened. It's kind of a just it's kind of fun to do. Another comment, instead of focusing on a single flaw in the picture, take a step back and look at the entire picture as a whole. If women analyze the whole picture instead of a single flaw, sometimes the flaw wouldn't be as big a deal. Look for the good in us and in life, not the bad. Yeah, that's even for me personally, that's something that I could do more of is not focus on the couple terrible things that I a haven't gotten around to or haven't done yet and instead focus on like, oh yeah, this is this is going really good and our kids are healthy and they're loving school and they're playing basketball or whatever and you know, my wife really loves her job and and our bills are paid for or what you know and just kind of get a little different perspective. Negativity is ugly. I married you because you were pretty. Hmm, that's weird. All right, let's move on here. Number eight, your words matter. God dang, exactly what the wives are talking about with the husbands. Choose the words you say more carefully. I truly wish my wife knew how tremendously powerful her voiced opinion is to me. When she complains, no, when she compliments me or is impressed by something I've done, I soar for the day. When she critiques my faults and nags about my shortcomings, I go into a hole for days. That's true. I can I can kind of relate with that. You know, you feel really good when you get stuff accomplished and you get things done and people notice and, and your, your spouse notices and your kids notice or whatever. But then when you get critiqued, even if it's not even that bad of a critique, you know, and that can that can send me in sometimes into a tailspin or into a kind of a grumpy mood. And I can exactly relate with that. But should I you know, be more open to critique, maybe, you know, I don't think my spouse tries to say anything to put me into that mood. There's no way that anyone would want someone else to be a grumpy pants, you know. So another comment, please pay close attention to how you treat your husband in front of other guys. If you build your husband up in front of other guys, it counts for double. If you tear down your husband in front of other guys, it hurts twice as much. This is something I don't understand. I have never experienced this. You know, this is kind of like goes back to telling jokes at your wife's expense in front of your wife. Like, why would you do that? That's not that's not cool. That's that doesn't build anyone's self-esteem. And it does hurt. It hurts a lot. So another comment. I need to be told I look hot or handsome or sexy, too. See, people like comments. They like uh, positive reinforcement. If you're just starting back at the gym, you know, give your give your spouse a oh wow you couple couple days at the gym your arms looking a little buff and that kind of a confidence booster that's good another comment I wish wives knew that when they complain about their husbands to friends family etc it makes the husband look bad but they never seem to approach them on the issues that's like I said earlier we don't typically do that we don't talk badly to friends and family about each other, that's something you need to talk to your spouse about because when you constantly complain about your spouse to, I don't know, your your mom or your best friend or whatever, you're probably not talking about the good things. You're only talking about the complainy things instead of the, oh, he took me out to dinner tonight or, oh, it was really nice. He brought flowers and chocolates home for me or, oh, he gave me a back massage the other night. You don't say those things. You're just saying like, oh, he worked overtime and is late again or, oh, he forgot to pick up more dog food for the dog or he forgot to, you know, get this thing that I asked him to get at the store. And you're always complaining about things like that or, oh, he's always on his phone. Well, then that, that person you're telling to is going to have this one opinion of you that's terrible and they're never going to bounce back to seeing you for who you really are. So words of advice from a non-doctor, non-psychologist, non-therapist, me, is don't do that. 
All right, number nine, sex matters. It says make sex a priority. That's what men want their wives to hear. Comment, yes, I do think about sex a lot. When we have sex, I feel more connected to her. Another comment, I wish my wife knew that it's not a bad thing that I think about sex a lot. It means I think about her a lot, and why is that so wrong? Another comment, intimacy is a big key to my happiness and well-being. She is the only person I can turn to for intimacy, and it hurts when it is not on her list of importance. I agree. I think um, intimacy is a big variable or factor in a good relationship, and if you don't have that, like I talked about before, it turns, you know, your relationship turns more into you're running it like a business, you're feeding the kids, and you're going to work, and this person's going to work, and they're picking kids up, and getting groceries done, and, and making dinner, and then it's just like kind of robotic, and there needs to be that, that into me, that, that other factor. That's why I talk about wooing your spouse and taking them out for dinner and getting sitters sometimes and or putting the kids to bed early and go on your back porch and have a glass of wine and just reconnect and and spark some of that. You know, that's that's a, that's the reason you're married. That's the reason you got married. And that's a good dynamic to kind of get back into. And if you haven't, you know, try to incorporate some things to spark that back up in your life. And remember, men aren't light switches. Women aren't light switches, you know, got to preheat the oven, so to speak, right? Another comment, sex will almost always beat sleeping, that it's that important to me. Yes, but when you get ready to go to bed and it's late and all you're thinking about is the next day's duties and you're really tired, it's hard to kind of bounce into that mindset. So, I don't know, words of wisdom, maybe move it up. Maybe go to bed at 8 o'clock instead of 11 o'clock and and have that time for, you know, reconnection time with your spouse. I don't know. All right, number 10, the last one. Hopefully this isn't crazy long. Give him some space once in a while. Comment one, sometimes I just want to relax. Comment two, sometimes I just need five minutes to decompress when I get home, and then I am all yours. Another comment, men just want to be left alone sometimes. There are times that I want to be left alone to be quiet, angry, upset, or you don't need to know what I'm thinking about all the time. I kind of agree. Alone time is good. Time away from your spouse is good. You don't need to be stuck up each other's ass all the time. If you're working from home and around your spouse, like, you know, me and my wife are, yes, it's good to, to go out, go do something on your own, go hang out with your guy friends, go hang out with your girlfriends, go have a girl's night. I go to the garage a lot and my wife is totally fine with it that, oh, I just want some space and she understands, you know, for the most part. There are times that she really wants to hang out with me and, oh, I want to hang out and watch a movie and stuff like that. And I do those things as well, but she also understands that, that oh, I need some alone time. So that's why I'll go to the gym. That's why I'll go do projects out in my garage. That's why I'll go maybe do some yard work and just kind of have some time and, and unload your brain, especially if you're dealing with kids a lot. It's kind of hard, you know, you can't be in that parent mode all the time. So it's good to go out and decompress and, and do that. I actually just went to a concert last night with a buddy of mine. And my wife was like, yes, go, like, go have fun and go relax and, and all that. And it was, it was great. And it's, it's, I think it's another really important part in having a sound uh, marriage and relationship. I've been talking about a lot of marriage and relationship advice lately. I have no idea why. So it's kind of good to be independent like that. In, in certain times. And it's also good to, you know, to reconnect and, and be together, but people need their alone time is what I'm trying to elude to. All right, so that's the top 10. Some more interesting takeaways here, I guess. It's kind of interesting to see a lot of these things are very similar to what wives want their husbands to know. 
that's kind of funny, you know, appreciation, ways we talk to each other, how it affects each other, uh, people's priorities, and it's, it's kind of interesting that we're technically on the same page, but we're unable to talk to each other about it. And this kind of tells me that we all need to communicate with our spouses better. More frequently, have those, you know, hard-to-do talks that may be bothering one of you and what's on your mind, and, and vocalize that. And like I said before, the first one's hard, but they get easier. You know, if the marriage aspect of your family is not well, then the rest of the dynamic in the house will suffer. So communication, right? Just talk to your spouse. Something's bothering you. Let them know. Let them know how beautiful and sexy they are. Let your your husbands know how big their muscles are, right? When he rakes the leaves in the yard, tell him he made a perfect leaf pile. I don't know. Something stupid. You know, tell your wife you love her, how much you appreciate her, how you're a great team, and go take her out on a date night. All right, that about does it for me. So thank you for listening to Stay at Home Dad's podcast. Please do me a favor. Do the like, share, send it to your friends, subscribe. It's always super cool. Reach out to me on Instagram at Vegas Raymer. You can find this podcast on podbean.com, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Spotify, and I will talk to you next week.